ready? Good to go. Three, two, one. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Delicious Tears. I'm your host, Solution, where I talk about a myriad of topics for the next 30 to 60 minutes. And remember, you can find Delicious Tears on multiple platforms, such as its native platform, which is Anchor, Spotify, Spreaker, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Music. It's out there. Matter of fact, if you can't find the podcast, simply type in Delicious Tears and it's going to pop up right at the top. You're going to see either um, two different logos that I have, women cry, you know, and one for a tongue out. Uh, that's the main logo that I use. I tend to use the other logo for different topics that I approach upon. But if, you know, you see the, the link of somebody sends it to you and it says Spotify or Anchor or something like that, and you're one of those people who are uh, app conscious, uh, don't don't be averse to clicking on it. Just, I don't want to download that phone. It's another app. Just go to Google and type in Delicious Tears. And you can see all of the episodes. And I try to drop a new episode every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, typically. But I've been off handling some personal business, and I had a couple of topics I was going to send out. But there was uh, some corruption with my audio editing program, so I had to hold on to those. I will get those out to you. But I'm going to go down the email list of topics. So once again, special shout-out to the listener that sent me this and guess what you're not alone with this topic i've actually got three different people who are kind of talking about the same thing and um it is polyamory okay uh i, I was kind of avoiding this one because <laughs> nothing good ever comes out of this topic oh my goodness i've actually been on another uh person's uh podcast talking about this briefly and um, this is why I did want to talk about this. But since I got three people to say, hey, what's your take on polyamory? Okay. So let's define polyamory. And this is via Google. Polyamory is the practice of being open to intimate relationships with more than one person. Dating as a polyamorous person means you're not looking for just one person to share a romantic or sexual connection with. And that definition is as of March 14, 2019. I told you all I do not just put out my opinion on stuff. I will give you the facts and I'll give you my take on it. You know, what I'm saying is not law. It's just my spin on it. Um, whether you get some um, impartment from it or you get some clarity on it, it's totally up to you, you know, via my sense of human point of view. And some people say, well, how does this work? Clearly by the definition is that you're engaging in multiple romantic or sexual relationships with different people. Now, someone in their topic said an ethical polyamorous relationship. What does that mean? So you talk about ethics, it's being fair. Okay. So when they say talk about an ethical polyamorous relationship, it means that they're with someone already, but the other person knows about the other relationship as a means of respect. Now you can have your take on that. Like, you know, what the heck, who would agree to that? Hey, look. People are managing their emotions and their personal relationships as they see fit. I'm not here to pass judgment. I'm not here to say it's wrong or right. Y'all know I don't go down the religious path on people's decision-making process, so I'm not going to do that here on this uh, podcast, nor I do it anywhere else. People are doing whatever they decide to do if it makes them happy. If no one's being hurt, 
remember ethical because the other people know about this now let's be clear that that what i just said does not mean i'm championing this um this way of life what i'm saying is that i'm garnering a respect for people to do that because it's not bothering me uh it's i don't have any uh dog in that fight if you say but basically they're saying their main part okay and themselves they have an agreement saying hey look we're going to see other people and or the other person tells them like hey look um i'm for everybody all right but i prefer to have you mainly but my love is so full <laughs> okay that's kind of judgmental uh, they say their love is for everybody and it should be experienced by everybody. another person goes you know something yeah i'm fine with that or they can engage in the same practice themselves to if you will level the playing field and that's still not passing judgment but you, you got to think about the uh the mental makeup that people that engage in this and say hey i'm cool with that how do you get to that point which says you know something you know this works for us and i would like to say people who live the uh polyamory life or engage in polyamorous relationships it the, the thing i've heard matter of fact i want to go back for a second i was on a platform not a platform a uh a panel about three four years ago and there was a young lady there and she talked about this and basically she said if you have a problem with cheating it's best to be a friend and kind of live this life she was chanting saying there's no reason to cheat because the other person knows about this so yeah that's how she justified and i was like oh she does have a point so if the other person knows that there are other people out there it's not cheating now some people say well how much are you giving of yourself and it says right there in the definition that i read it says a romantic or sexual connection you can be involved with somebody romantically and not have sex with them uh, some people like to get on the deeper plane you know um, i can't remember the term of tantrum things like that it's not purely sexual they're really attracted to the way the person thinks and how they carry themselves and their, their intellect you know all this what you think about the way. so Let's get a little deeper. How does this work? All right, I'm reading the definition. So if you want to leave a comment or, you know, you want to hit back in the, the Gmail, you can just look at how to contact me um, right there in the description. Delicious Tears Podcast at gmail.com. That's how you send in your topics. In case you aren't aware of the platform and how you get your topics. in. So it says right here, for some people, a polyamorous relationship involves being in a relationship with multiple people but having one main partner which i said for others polyamorous is the possibility of being in two completely separate relationships and in quotes it says another tenet of polyamory is that both individuals know of their partner's lovers you're not engaged in a polyamorous relationship if um if you're not engaging in polyamory if the other person isn't aware of what you're doing in its entirety that's still creeping and all that stuff and, uh, sneaky linking as people like to say now so the, the main part is they have to know the main part now they say why would this person be the main so the the theory here's how to explain it the, the theory is will smith and jada pinkett smith are engaged in this that's what people like to think and because will didn't know about august alcina it kind of violated the tenets of polyamory because people really believe they have a polyamorous marriage and that's on them that's their business i really don't care it doesn't affect me 
Um, but if you're someone who likes to pay attention to famous people and what they're doing and, you know, behind closed doors because that's interesting to you because you're nosy and you feel like that's entertainment, that's on you. Yes, I did just judge you. But it says right there, the other person has to be aware of it. Um, you know, I guess there's rules to this, if you will. Now, the thing about it is that <clears throat> a young lady once told me a while ago, some years ago, well, she said, uh, I don't think humans being monogamous is a natural thing. We're just not genetically programmed to be monogamous. We are social beings that have uh, connections to other people in different manners. And she was really serious. I, I really wish I could get her to call in and go deeper what she was saying about this. But I was all ears because I was like, this is interesting. I wasn't expecting this side of it to come out because stereotypically you would not hear women say something like this. It, this really seems like if you want to go from a stereotype thing, um, a man would be all for polyamory in its entirety. And women are like, no. But we're in a different age now where women are like, hey, you know, I'm going to express myself and be I'm going to be. This is part of my uh, sexual and intimate and uh, romantic uh, independence, if you will. I don't have to follow the rules of society to get what I need from people that I have a connection with. That's fine. The thing is, is that the people that decide to engage in this with you, they have to be fully okay with it. So there's no problems. So uh, let, let's get a little deeper with this. Because um, I know some people are thinking the 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 act of the menage a trois, you know, bringing someone else into the bedroom with your person, you know, the person you're with that you're committed with, because you want to spice things up, or you feel like this is the next level because you all have felt like you've done everything possible in the bedroom. Um, just from an observation standpoint, I've never seen that go well in my opinion. Um, do prove me wrong, being comments and things like that. I've never seen it go well because that moment typically leads to the desire to just those two to be together and experience themselves one-on-one -on -one. and yeah there's movies about this so <laughs> you can imagine how that goes so yeah i've personally have seen this disaster come from this i'm like what happened you find out that oh okay not judging them for them expanding their uh, intimate moments but like did you really think this was going to go well? Do you really know the person you're with? All right, because some people do things because it feels like that's going to keep that person. It's going to keep them interested and the reverse happens. It backfires on them horrifically. So, yeah. A couple of questions I had me as well. Um, some people say, hey, I don't think this is a good thing to do. And um, they went in on the email and explained and um, they said, you know, I would think if because everybody knows everything, you know, there's nothing wrong. If the chance of something becoming a disaster uh, isn't there because everybody knows the, the person that's in the secondary role or the persons who are in the secondary role know about the main person. And it's like, hey, you're not going to replace this person. You're here because you fill this role with me. So. You know, I guess things are going great when everybody's okay and they're playing a part on the team. <laughs> okay, but when things go wrong, I, I I know for sure this could be disastrous. And, um, yeah, so when you bring different people in, everybody has their own energy. They bring in different things to your uh, emotions 
aka your intimate makeup and um it, it gets magnified like 10 times over and that's a lot of times why people cheat the the act of being unfulfilled in some manner so with the polyamory it kind of feels that that person does this so that's why i spend time with that particular person because i need that void filled it's not a, a purely so everybody thinks sex when you talk about polyamory because love doesn't mean sex you know it can involve sex it can involve intimacy it, but it's it's how you make a person feel like i'm missing something and you you talk about the cheating thing which i do have a show about cheating someone asked me they say hey the solution you did this before on another podcast you used to host you need to bring this one back for delicious kids because that was powerful back on point shout out to the listeners says can you just stick to the script and not waver off <laughs> i'm doing it right now to address you and one, one, two, three, four, four other people but the other people said we like it because it builds upon other things and it makes me look forward to the next topic because it's like a foreshadow like a preview you go in the movie like oh i want to see that so yeah it's a method to this so uh, a president once said you can please some of the people all the time but not all the people all of the time i'm not going to make everybody happy that's just the way it is i just put the stuff out there this is the style of the podcast 98.97 percent for some of the people enjoy it but shout out to the women that just send me angry messages love y'all appreciate you <laughs> but the the newness back on path when you you bring different people and they bring different energy and they bring that newness okay when you first meet a person oh they're so interesting this this and that then you just get complacent because one the person is putting their best version of themselves first it's their representative and you say oh they changed no they didn't they got comfortable and they're now being who they can be they don't have to practice anymore now the other part is that new feeling like when you buy a new car you get a new toy or gadget so you're all into it and everything then it's kind of like yeah i got that you know kind of like me with shoes sometimes yeah i got those i like them yeah yeah, they're cool i break them out when i break them out so everybody's looking for that that butterfly feeling they get in their stomach the warm and fuzzy if you will so that's the bad idea you know that will this go well and all this stuff and everything that was crazy i got my emails up and I also got Google up and it. Google basically said the same thing. This person said, oh, that's good stuff. All right, and um, some people said, uh, hey, is this something that you could do? Um, and Could you keep this up for a while? Uh, is, is there any longevity in polyamory? Um, because I haven't experienced this, I don't know. I can't speak for those people. I, I would like to say, um, you know, those that that would appear to be engaged in it I, I guess they can make it work because if people agreed upon the roles that they're in yes and I, if the person doesn't agree with them i guess you got to move away from them. like hey um you got to get off the team all right we're cutting you okay because you're out of pocket this is not what you're here for you got to basically check that person this is what you do all right and this is why you're here nothing else don't try to upgrade yourself okay you're not going to be the starter so and in the long term um i i would think if the two main people all right are in total agreement agreement excuse me 
on the concept and the implementation of polyamory it, it could work because it's based their relationship is based upon this these people fill the voids that i don't need you to fill however you do all of these things and i prefer to have you doing those things so remember there's the main relationship then there's the subs okay there's the book then there's the chapters if you will but sometimes people want to evolve from a chapter to a book and that's when problems come into play so um yeah yeah some people based upon this it says uh an insider talked to three polyamorous people to learn why the relationships work for them. And they said, yeah, this, this works as long as you respect the boundaries of how it works. Hmm. So I'm going to do a little on real-time research right here. And this is from the inside because I was interested about this. All right. So um, it says research has shown that the practice can allow polyamorous people to have their sexual and companionship needs met simultaneously, which is less likely to happen in long-term partnership only two people. Because remember, people say, oh, you're my everything. No, you're not. One person cannot do everything. One person cannot please you in its entirety. It's basically like the checklist that, yeah, I'm going to be um, stereotypical for a second. Women have for men. Oh, he's got to have this. And you say, you know something? He doesn't have that. I'm fine with that. Okay. I have 10 major categories. He checks seven out of 10. I'm cool with that. The other three I can live without. But in polyamory, you find three other people to fill those three other singular roles. And the main partner is fine with that because that's less pressure on them to meet the standard or fulfill that. Get what I'm saying here? See that? That's how it works. Remember, I'm not championing this. I'm just providing some clarity, if you will. All right. So they said they pointed out the benefits like personal growth more practical resources, and sexual satisfaction. Remember, one person can't do everything. Look, that's why I always say, I'm not good, I'm all right. Now, if my all right is good or excellent for a person, great. I'm, I know I'm not gonna meet every block, nor do I try to, because I'm perfectly aware of my limitations. That's it's nothing I can do about it. Everybody's limited in some capacity. It, what happens is people tend to think the accolades they got from previous partners will transfer over to new relationships and say because these people in the past have said this is great about me so these things should be great about to you too as well and some people like that's not that important so have you just lost some value think about that all right so they talk about how outsiders perceive this Having multiple romantic partners, all of whom know about each other, consent to the setup may seem like a recipe for jealousy and mistrust. And indeed, those feelings can come up in some situations. So, one reason it may be so satisfying is that more partners can mean more needs met. The study in the journal Social so Social Psychology suggests this. The study, which includes thousands of people in both monogamous and polyamorous setups, found that people in the polyamorous relationship may be better able to experience both nurturance. That's the comfort of security associated with long-term relationship and eroticism, sexual pleasure and passion associated with new partners at the same time. That excitement and the stability has all been basically uh, main and flat line. It's stable, it's consistent. You're getting everything met. Remember, needs met is the thing here. People have desires and basic needs 
and one person cannot fill that so they feel like i just basically settled this person's great but i know they can't do everything however we had a conversation where it's going to be us because i don't want to lose these amazing things that my main person does with those things that they're limited i'm going to seek two three four other people to build those roles and that main partner's like yes because you have limitations too and i'm going to seek those out via my people but they will not be a threat to the main relationship and that's why people say this when i speak this is actually because the two main people may allow the others who are filling secondary roles to upgrade themselves subconsciously and they don't check them so think about that with the will smith jada pinkett august alcina alleged entanglement if you will since we you know it's a good example to use whether it's real or not so um let's let's take this example they said one person one partner may be less vocally affectionate but very affectionate physically and another partner could be the reverse you know this um she's a librarian laura russell who lives in texas whose marriage has been monogamously but has since opened up to include more partners so they're in like polyamory denial if you will Instead of expecting one person to step up and change to meet your needs, you can have other partners that provide that nurturance through a variety of ways. Yay. <laughs> Alright, so um hmm. This is another topic in itself. They had a subtopic here, but I'm I'm not gonna um, really go into this one. So more people in a relationship can mean more financial child rearing support. It takes a village, huh? It says, we as millennials are living in an environment where it's harder to save, harder to plan for our futures, he said. We're having a, he said, we're, we're taking longer to marry, which means it's becoming more difficult to establish ourselves, purchase homes, and build families. He says, his future standing on three legs, and not only because a woman could bring a prospect for pregnancy, but also because a third part may mean financial, more financial, emotional, logistical support. Basically, talking about maintaining the home and managing the family. So, I'm going to go from a um, a personal perspective when polyamory, and really not even that, this was uh, polygamy was staring me in the face. So there I was in a small village in Kenya, and I fixed a major issue in their health matter. I'm not getting into it and stuff like that. But basically, I, I basically just took out a health issue they had in the village. The village chief felt like, he had to repay me and um via tradition he offered me three wives and this was ceremonial people i do not have three wives it was all ceremonial but he was a little hot that i could not say thank you i appreciated these are now my wives <laughs> i i could not say that but um in in some cultures in you know kenya and that that part of africa that continent that um i believe the law was you can have up to five wives but you must be able to provide and treat them equally sounds like a great idea guys but you know that is not a good idea so i guess monday through friday could be like your wife time for you to be a husband and saturday and sunday is your time for your sanity purpose keep yourself sane just get away from them and be by yourself Oh my goodness, five wives? Have mercy. Sounds great though. You know, from a a, a man <laughs> a manly little perspective from that. 
Oh man, guys, you know it's hard enough maintaining one woman, but you want five wives? Have mercy. But hey, each his own. If it floats your boat, go set. But I'm the solution. Make sure you continue to check out the other episodes on Delicious Tears. Do send in those topics via email. Delicious Tears Podcast at gmail.com. I will. Um, if it's not something redundant I just talked about, um, I'm, I'm going to hit you back and say, hey, I already covered that topic. And I'll tell you the episode. Make sure you check this one out. I do talk about that. But it's something different if you want me to kind of get my take on it. I do appreciate it. It makes the show so much easier. And I do appreciate you all. Like I always say, hey, just be a better human. <laughs> and I'm out of here. The solution. Man, <laughs> this episode. You wild, man. You wild for this one. But I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's my first time like leaving a message on here. So, you know. But yeah, man, keep the podcast coming. Um, I'm waiting on that uh that sports one. So whenever you drop it. I'll be tuning in. All right. Peace.